Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Between the Stitches. I'm your host, Brady Wilson, as always, and with my co-host, Chase Olschwanger. What's going on? And we got, you know, some more sports today. Again, no basketball to talk about just because, you know, the preseason is... Two weeks away. ...around the corner. Yeah. The NHL starts today. Zach Babb will not be with us today. He will be with us next week, though, to discuss um, some hockey stuff. Recording this on a Thursday, me and Chase were both at the Ranger game yesterday. A lot better than my last two experiences at the Rangers ballpark uh, when, you know, the Astros massacred us two nights in a row. Uh, it was just, it was a, it was a lot better experience, I, I do have to say, uh, demolishing the Red Sox 15-5. to five. Yeah. Your favorite pitcher, Will Smith, gave up a run in the ninth. <laughs> but, you know, Evan Carter, Mitch Garver, Jonah Heim. Josh all, Young, yeah. Every, Josh everybody Young, came to play. All hit home runs. In fact, we, we, we looked, you know, the, the original lineup, you know, one through nine, the only, everyone everyone had a hit. The only guy that did not have an RBI was Nathaniel Lowe. And even he got on, you know, he got a hit, he got on base. And then I think he scored a run too at some yeah. at some point. I'm sure he did. Everyone scored a run yesterday. <laughs> it, it was just a really complete game from the Rangers. The pitching was really good. John Gray got off to a slow start, you know, got down four nothing. And you can, you know, Chase was I was telling him, I'm like, dude, I can't do this again. Yeah. I can't. I cannot sit through another massacre game. Again, and watch my team. I, I like the Red Sox. I actually consider the Red Sox my, and I'm quote air quoting this, second team. I like the Red Sox. But I was just, I can't do it. I can't. Nope. I, I'm not going to go to 12 to 2 game against my team. And thankfully, Bats woke up, scored six runs. Then we scored a bunch more. Six runs with no outs, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was just the line kept moving. Yeah. And it was really nice to see. So, you know. A nice series from the from the Rangers against the Red Sox. You drop game one, but you take game two and game three. Bullpen looked great in game two. My guy, Jose LeClerc, came in, was lights out. Chapman, the bullpen just pitched really well. Heaney had a bit of a little, you know, rough spot, and they but Bochy pulled him, and we all, you know, we got that sorted out. You got a big series against Seattle coming up. You know, I mean, this is, you you control your destiny. Of, of, of your three remaining season series, two of them are against Seattle. Right. You have you you can't you can't say well we couldn't win the division or we couldn't get a wild card spot because Seattle kept winning no 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 you have a chance to beat them seven times and completely demolish their playoff hopes as Rangers fans you you want obviously you want you know us to beat Seattle and you want Houston and Toronto to lose right right but as Rangers players and just more fans that have more a little more common sense you just need to go in there and win. Right. It doesn't matter what what other ever other teams do. If Houston wins, Toronto wins, that's fine. But if the Rangers keep winning, I mean, they're not gonna go down. I mean, they're playing Seattle seven right. times. If they win four to five of those, they basically lock up a wild card spot at the minimum. We'll see what happens with the games going, you know, around the league. But if the Rangers win a majority of these next seven games versus Seattle, they're gonna make it. And who knows what happens from there? But right. um. I mean, it, it's uh, oh, this is eliminated from uh, the division. That was not made apparent. Okay, so I was looking at this thing on on MLB.com, their standings, and it said elimination number. And I'm like, wait a second, wait, wait, wait. what do you mean? So, no, it's one away from clinching the division. So like, if Cleveland, Detroit, they lose again, they can't win the division. If uh, the Rangers and Seattle are both at ten, so if we lose ten games, apparently we're completely out of the division. You know that? Well, there's ten games left, so yeah, I, I know that's, better not lose ten. That's, that's kind of the the point there. <laughs> you know, wild card, we still hold. We're tied with Seattle yeah. for that third spot. What is Toronto now? Is it half a game? They're a game up. 
game. They're a, they have won five straight after losing four straight to us. Yeah. Baseball's fun, but baseball's also very, very weird. Yeah. How they lose four to us, then rattle off five straight. It just, it, beating them four times was really nice. You definitely needed it, but I mean, obviously they've made up that ground pretty nicely. Seattle, I do we hold the tiebreaker over Seattle currently? Oh, yeah. Okay. Five to one currently. To win the tiebreaker, I think you just have to win three. But so, three or four, so but because it's thirteen, so you have to have seven. You have to have seven wins. Yeah. Because the so because we, we'd have seven, they'd have six. So you gotta win two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you gotta win two games. To win the series, but if you win two games to, out of seven, you're not gonna make the, you're not gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, to get the tiebreaker. Yeah. So really it's one of those you're don't look at the two games. You really need to win. I mean, you play them seven times. You need to win at least four. Right. You need to win. You need to go four and three against them because then that way you gain a game. You know, uh, preferably you you win five or six. Yeah. But I mean, that's just that, that's going to be a, a bit of a you know a, a tall order for you. And then you have the Angels after Seattle sandwiched. That should be a sweep. I mean, you need to sweep that. You need you need to at least win the series there. At least go two one. Do what you did against the Red Sox. Yeah. Because you failed to do it against the Guardians, and it was bad. So, you know, when I was saying the Guardians are a series that you need to at least win because they're not a team coming in the playoffs, and you failed to do that. So, looking at the playoffs right now, we actually, Boston is one game away from being eliminated. The Yankees are three. Texas, obviously, we're in it, and Seattle's technically in it, but they don't take into account the wild card yet. So... But everyone else, Cleveland, Detroit, Angels, White Sox, Royals, Oakland, all been eliminated. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll go over the NL here in a little bit. There's, It's a lot more. I'll say, it, it, it goes a little bit deeper than that for them. But the Rangers been playing some good baseball. We're just, let's, let's, let's just get in. We've seen what can happen when teams get in. The Philadelphia Phillies. They, no, they weren't supposed to beat the Padres. They weren't supposed to beat any of those. You know, they weren't supposed to beat the Braves. But they did. Yeah. They they found a way to win. And they lost the World Series, but they found a way to get in. The Nationals are my prime example. Nobody. They won on a in the bottom of the eighth inning against the Brewers. So they were going against the you know the Dodgers. Everyone was okay, they're gonna get killed. And they they basically it was they traded punches and then they just happened to get the last one. And then they completely steamrolled the Cardinals, which was pretty glorious to see. And then they slugged punches again with the Astros and won. So it can happen. You see teams that can win by just, you just got to get in, you get hot. If the bullpen goes right and the offense is clicking like they have been, we got a shot. Yeah, We got, we got a real shot to make a nice little playoff run. I, I'd, I'd like to win a playoff series. I think it'd be nice. But I'm not expecting us to win the pennant. I'm not expecting us to win the World Series. I'm not even really expecting us to win the ALDS. I'm more just let's win the wild card series, whoever we're matched up against, if we can get in and go from there. To me, that that's where I'm happy. But uh Jack Leiter and some minor league news here. Jack Leiter, his season's over. I don't have the stats in front of me, but he had a really nice last couple mm-hmm. outings. So I'm hoping that maybe they found something, he got confidence, whatever it was, hopefully it clicked for Jack Leiter. Because you know, a lot of Rangers fans, again, you know, he's a bust, he's a bust. It's it, 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 this is the, I think these are probably, these are people that are probably Cowboys fans and Mavericks fans that don't understand that baseball is very different. You can see guys be bad in the minors, but the team's like, he's still a top prospect, call him up, and he clicks in the majors. 
it can happen. It's happened before. I don't do I have any examples? No, but I'm sure if I call my dad or something, I'd be like, Hi, <laughs> do you do you have any examples of this happening? He'd probably give me a couple. Oh yeah, this guy wasn't very good in the minors and he came up and he was, you know, really nice. Like Pudge. Pudge was said in his scouting report in the minors, he may not hit much. That I mean it it's minor leagues is you can judge it, but it it's not an exact science kinda like the draft. And so He's hopefully figured something out, though. But you still want to see encouraging stats. You really, really do. And then uh, White Langford is kind of the big news around Rangers minor league uh, pundits right now. He's a Triple A. They promoted him just to you know because I think it was just it. People are think are thinking, oh, he's gonna get a, a call this year. No, no. Oh, he's gonna. He's definitely gonna be with us opening day. No, he may be, but not. It's not a definite thing. This is literally to get him more time. It's not a he's I mean he he's, he has technically earned a promotion he killed in double A, but I think with with Langford this is more of a we want him to get more at bats. So if he sucks, hey, don't read too much into it. We just wanted to get you some more at bats. You kill it, cool. You may go back to double A to start next year and then go right to triple A. Kind of what Josh Young did. I think he started like three games at double A and then he went right to triple A, and then he you know in like September came back or maybe I'm remembering someone different. I think, I think it was Young that did that. So, Langford, you know, again, don't read too much into it, but... He's raking, though. He's he, raking. He's, he's raking. He had his, I don't think he's hit his first home run yet, but he's... Uh, and apparently they have a nickname for him. Apparently his nickname is now The Conductor, which I, I like. I still preferred mine. I still preferred my nickname, which was The Sledgehammer, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll roll with The Conductor for now. Um, again, looking at the division, we, we, we control our destiny here. Yeah. Because... Yeah, the Astros, you didn't take care of business there. And that really, really, really sucks. But at the end of the day, you do control your destiny with Seattle. So you have to seize that. I mean, what is this? Isn't that, isn't that what the Cowboys are saying? Seize your opportunity, <laughs> seize, seize every opportunity. So, I mean, it's you're not catching the Rays. That you're just not. They're up no. eight and a half. It's basically going to come down to Toronto, Seattle, and us. For that bottom two wild card spots. Yep. One of us is not going to make the playoffs, and one of us is a playoff team. So. So this weekend series, um, Toronto has Tampa Bay. That's good for us. So you know you hope Tampa Bay goes in there and wins at least two. Um, I think Houston has the Royals. I'm not really worrying at. I mean, I still have faith they can win the division, but I'm not really worrying about Houston as much right now. I'm kind of just worrying about Seattle and just right. seeing if we can make it in. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking away the fact that we could still win this division. We're only what a game back. Hey, there it is. Toronto, Tampa Bay. Oh, it was Toronto's playing New York tonight. That's why it showed the next game was at New York. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, you're right. They're playing. They're playing uh, Tampa Bay. No, no, no. I think Toronto. Yeah, they do have. Yeah, yeah they have New York. They have New York tonight. Yeah, that's why it shipped me out. And then uh, looking at Houston, yeah, they got the Royals at home. Yeah, Royals are just won two or three in Kansas City, but please, uh, please. Please, please, please. Take one. Take, take take one. Please. Yeah. Do do something for us. <laughs> I mean, it'd be it'd be nice if you could. Um, we'd we'd really appreciate it. Cole Reagan's going, I think, tomorrow. So maybe Cole Reagan's can do us a bit of a favor. Because he definitely didn't do it last Astros. time. I'll tell you that. No, he did not. Um, you know, again, looking oh, crap, didn't mean to do that on the computer. <laughs> looking at, you know, the the division, you got a shot. You just need Houston to have a monumental collapse. Because, I mean, they're up. At, you're only back a half a game. You're not down. I mean, they lose three games in a row. 
or so they, they lose two games in a row, you could seize control of that division. Yeah. One game. They lose one, one game. game. One game one you game, win. They, they lose. They lose. If Houston were to win yesterday, they, or Houston were to lose, excuse me, yesterday, we would be, we would be in first currently. In first because Seattle, we hold the tiebreaker over Seattle. Right. So, yeah, we we have a definite shot at this. Yeah. It is not out of the question, but so does Seattle. You know, Seattle's had this really late re- late season surge, and uh, and I will note our one our run differential has gotten worse. By the way, we used to be second in the league. We're now fourth. Hmm. Uh, Atlanta is plus two eighteen. Of course, they're gonna probably win a, almost a hundred and five games. I mean, they're gonna win a lot of games. Yeah. Um. Baltimore, Balt, uh, Tampa Bay has more than us at one ninety five, and the Dodgers have more than us at one eighty nine. Okay. But we're still at plus one sixty one. So. It's good. And then poor Oakland. I just I, I want to mention Oakland because you know I want to give them some relevance. I feel like they're not they're not getting the relevance they deserve. They're at minus. 329 runs. And it's crazy because in the last, I'd say, two to three weeks, they actually have been winning some baseball games at a not a consistent rate, but they've been winning no, one, I mean, they're, one or two games a series. Right now, they're on their old seven-game losing streak. So it's just, you know... It's, uh, right. Well, they just had Seattle. I mean, but the, no, they, before before a, this last two series, they were winning games. They were winning games yeah, us, too. They're young and they're playing for pride. Yeah. They're just there. You know what? Let's... But looking at uh, the Dodgers have actually clinched the NL West. Now we're going to move on to uh, some AL NL updates here. Going to move to the NL because I was going to do them first, I guess. Uh, Dodgers have clinched the division. Arizona, the San Francisco, they cannot catch them. Yeah. Dodgers have won 93 games. They could be a 100-win team this year. Just a machine of a team. Milwaukee is up seven on the Cubs, but, I mean, that— uh, that to they me, will they will clinch, but yeah, that 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 to me looks like a clinch in the next couple of days. Probably over the weekend they could clinch potentially, yeah. uh, or sometime early next week. Atlanta has also clinched the NL East. You know, Philadelphia is eighty three wins. Philadelphia is one less win than us, and they're fourteen games back. <laughs> Atlanta is just a, a, I mean, that looks like the NLCS this year. I love some of the other NL teams, but that kind of appears to be the. The two big, the yeah. two the two big guns, and I don't guns. believe there's any clinchers for the division in the AL yet, but there are clinching playoff teams. Yeah, Baltimore and Tampa Bay have clinched playoff spots. Right. Um, Baltimore has won 95 games, yeah. only two less than Atlanta. You know, so I mean that they're a really good team, but I worry about them being young and people going. Well, let's say they win 100, 101 games, 100 games, 101 games, and they go in the playoffs and they got to face. Houston round one. I don't know how that would work out, but let's, let's just say they got to face Houston. Yeah. Their first series. Houston's going to kill them. I, I mean, I love Baltimore, but they're inexperienced. They're young. I, I'd like to look at that team and see how many of those guys have true playoff experience. On our team, we have we have playoff experience. Evaldi. And I, and I know Scherzer and DeGrom are hurt, but both of them have playoff experience. Evaldi. Will Smith has playoff experience. Simeon. Seeger. You know, you've got guys that have been. I think Garver went to the playoffs a couple years with you know with the Twins. Got guys that have been in the playoffs. The Orioles, not as much. Not as many guys have been to the playoffs uh, on that team. Yeah. And a you know manager that I don't think has managed in the playoffs. Obviously, you know, it was the first time manager with the uh, with the Orioles, and they haven't been with him. So it's one of those. I, I wonder if they're going to get shellacked in the first round because by a, a, a team like the Rays or the Astros that have experience. And 
people are going to write them off and say, well, the season was a waste. And, and uh, you can't say the season was a waste. I mean, the, the Orioles have been bad yeah. the past several years. They've been one of the, they've been kind of where the A's are now. Maybe a little bit better, marginally better, but just they've been awful. So they, I will say, their fans have, like ours, our, their fans have earned this. Unlike ours, they have world championships to look back on. But they have earned this drought. They, yeah. ha- they have earned this success by sticking with their team because the Orioles, Orioles fans are some of the best fans in baseball. They do stick by their team. But uh, Tampa Bay is only two and a half back in that division, so there's a chance that they can catch them. Minnesota is about to clinch. It'll, it'll happen over the weekend. Minnesota will clinch the AL Central, and they're— <laughs> I feel so bad. Imagine being a, a th- that division. Just nobody wants to win it because they all know if you face any of the you know the East or the West teams, we're gonna get killed. I mean, the Twins do have our number. Yeah, they do apparently. But I mean, if they face Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Houston, let's say Seattle, they're not. They're 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 just not gonna have it. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 at eighty one win- wins right now. I mean, it is. It, it's it's pretty bad in, in in that division. Obviously, the White Sox are on track for a hundred losses. Not what I had. I'd like to look back. I think I I don't want to look back at my season predictions because I look back around the All Star break. I think we I think we had Chicago at third in the division. I don't remember what we had, but I remember I had the Mets like a hundred win team. I I had a really bad <laughs> yeah. season predictions mode, and it furthers my belief in that I do not like. Preseason predictions because preseason predictions, I don't say are meaningless, but they're just they don't mean anything. You haven't seen these guys play yet. You haven't seen injuries. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I prefer all star break predictions. So it's a little, it's a little more. You have some substance, but you know, hey. So I, I think you don't put much. I don't I don't put much stock in people's preseason predictions, um, unless they're just atrociously bad, like the ones that have been ticking me off. Last year and this year, when people, especially this year, when people said the Angels were going to be better than us, that, that's when I went, yeah, mm. no, okay, like, I, 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 to me, I think saying the Padres or the Mets being a hundred win team this year was a better take than that, I yeah, mean, because they actually had talent in the roster, yeah. Um, San, San Diego is one seven in a row, by the way. They are swinging. Looking at this in a wild card, I realized I, just, I realized I did not go over it. Uh, Philadelphia currently holds the first spot at plus four. Arizona holds second spot at plus one point and one point five. One and a half. Chicago holds that last spot, but Miami's only a half game back. Cincinnati's one game back. San Francisco's three. Excuse me. San Diego is four and a half. And then you kind of get to the Mets who are eight and Pittsburgh's eight, and they're probably not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I would I would everything behind I would say San Diego's the the last yeah. team that can make it. Yeah, you're and not. That, I think the Mets, Pirates, Nationals, Cardinals, yeah. Rockies are done. The Mets and Pittsburgh well, yeah. were kind of where we were in 2019, where it was kind of like, yeah, you're kind of almost still in it, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, mathematically, you're in it, but you're not really in it. San Diego is, made, is trying to make a surge, but they have to continue their surge because they're almost about, you know, about to be a team that's going to finish below 500. You know, they have already had 70, 78 losses. So they lose three more games. They can only finish 500. So, you know, you, you definitely have some problems. San Francisco is a perfectly 500 team. Yeah. 76 and 76. Cincinnati is a 79 and 75. And Miami only has that lead because they're 79 and 74. Haven't played enough games. But, man, it's uh, it's interesting. We'll, we'll see how the NL wait. Yeah. How, how the NL. Both, both wild card races are going to be very, very, very tight. They're coming down to the wire. Yep. 
Uh, and we'll do some Otani updates. If you didn't see, he did have surgery on his elbow. So he won't be pitching until 2025. I have the belief he shouldn't really pitch anymore. If he wants to, become a relief pitcher, become a closer. Don't pitch like a starter. It's just it's not worth it to your arm. And then, you know, I, I do want to mention this. We mentioned this in the pre in the pre-production thing here. Stephen A. Smith made some very ignorant comments about baseball and Otani saying, well, he shouldn't get $500 million because he didn't put butt in the seats and the Angels, uh, they, they haven't won anything. And, and you'd like to explain to Mr. Smith that this is not basketball where one star player can carry you to a playoff berth. This is not that. This is a, no. this is a sport. People say football is the ultimate team sport. Base, people, baseball fans say baseball is the ultimate team sport. Both of them have very, very fair arguments. Because in baseball, your star player only bats one every three, you know, once every nine guys. Right. Every nine guys that come out, he bats once. Your best player gets one at bat. There may not be men on base for him to knock in. He may not get a hit that time because, you know, he's only going to succeed one every three times, three out of ten, and he's considered, you know, your star player. Three hit 300. So, yeah, it was it was bad. And and the Angels actually were one of the biggest road draw teams in the league. Well, because of— People want to yeah. come and see Otani. Yeah. So for him to say it just definitely was very ignorant. And he's even admitted, well, I didn't look at any numbers. I just said something. Basically, he admitted, I was talking out of my butt. I didn't know what I was talking about. Right. Because they don't know baseball. Then made some more comments about, well, nobody really cares about baseball, so that's why we don't talk about it. And again, that ticks me off as a baseball fan. Well, it's just, it's just false. Yeah. People care about it. What he means to say is that ESPN doesn't care about baseball. They don't. But other people, because all ESPN does is occasional, you know, Sunday night games, I think it's like Tuesday night games. That's it. So that's all ESPN does. And the they, they, do, they do the trade deadline, and I think they do the winter meetings. Other than that, they really don't talk about baseball. And the draft. They do talk about the draft. I'll, I'll admit that. But not much else. Yeah. Home run derby. Cool. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It's home run derby. So, I mean, it, it's just one of those. It, you know, ESPN doesn't talk about baseball more. I wish they did. I think a lot of people care about it. I think what he means to say is that a lot of people who watch ESPN, they don't care about baseball. Because it's all you talk. If you talk more about baseball, if you, if you had a baseball show, I guarantee you baseball fans would start watching. But we don't. I don't want to watch ESPN. They don't talk about baseball. It's all basketball, and golf, and football, and it's nothing that. I mean, I care about it, but I can go get that other places. So right. It's just yeah. Stephen A. I like his basketball takes. Anything else, I don't really listen to him on. So we move on to college football. UNT. So we're gonna do some week uh, week three recaps. Some recaps. Yep. UNT at Louisiana Tech pulled that one out. Just uh, it was close. You know, you should have won that game. You made it a lot closer than it should have been. But, hey, you won. That's what matters. Move on. Yeah, another below-average defensive performance. But, again, the new change with Chester Rogers now as the starting quarterback over Sterner Roll was clearly the correct decision. He looks like a very composed quarterback back there. He's doing everything on the ground, through the air. He's making plays, and that's what really matters when, you know, you need your quarterback to help you win your games. And that's what that's what happened. Yeah, he he just he looks a lot better. Yeah. He he, he does. As simple as that. He just looks better. He, he looks better, and so yeah. you, and you want and you want a football game, which is what you needed to do. Yeah. So uh, you're off this week. You got Abilene Christian next week. So we're just looking at hey, let's listen a game, another game that you should win. We lose to Abilene Christian. I swear. Yeah. So it's here in Den. This is the second home game of the year. First home game was versus Cal. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a bad choice for a home game. No, it was a great choice because you know you're going to bring in people. I mean, when you when Cal comes in, that's a Pac-12 Power 5 team. I mean, yeah. 
it's going to bring on attention. But yes, but from from a yeah. from a competitive uh, you know standpoint, yes, I agree. Then we had uh, Wyoming at Texas. Wyoming at Texas, you know, Texas uh, struggled. Lower level opponent struggled a little bit. Through three, hey. through three, they struggled, but you know, they win. That's all that matters. They won. Win, move on. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at Florida ended in some fireworks. Ended in a fist fight. Yeah, they literally were, were posting up. You know, hey, come on, let's go, bro. But uh, I, find, I always find that hilarious because they're in full pads and helmet. Like, what are you posting up for? Like, are you really gonna punch someone with your bare fist into someone's helmet? I, I, I no, because in, in what you do, we had we had we, we had a fight one time. One of our old linemen was pissed at one of our uh, scout team guys, and so what he does was he grabs he he hooks his thumb underneath his face mask, and like just you know like pulls his head up, and tries to get the face mask off, tries to get his helmet off, and he couldn't. So he's kind of the defensive lineman's head's like all the way back. It's, but yeah, you really can't fight in, in helmets. Right. Yeah. Um. You you have to kind of. It, it turns into, into a, a a grappling match, more you know, just trying to trying to get the guy's helmet off to then be able to punch him. Yeah. Uh, then Michigan State, you know, quick briefly. I, I don't think we know enough to comment. Oh, he's this, he's that. But they fired Mel Tucker, I believe. And so, you know, yeah. it it sucks because he was seeming to become one of the top coaches in college football, and now he's not not even a coach in college football anymore. So he'll get picked up somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. Someone like. I'm not saying I'm just throwing out someone like on the you know Texas state level, some Sun Belt school, some American Conference school, something like that would be like, you know what? Let's give him a shot. He, he may have done something bad, but you know what? We need we need a good coach. So right. we'll hire we'll hire Mel Tucker. And then we had I did not skip over here. We got game of the week, Colorado State at Colorado. It was uh, the magical season continues. It was a very fun game to watch. And a lot of people who it, – it, it, it's become the most like, contentious thing in college football. It was the hit dirty. You know we're going to talk about it, right? Was the hit dirty? It's, yes. Yes, but I hate saying that because it's football. Look, it. I'm not saying you should do this. This is going to sound really, really awful for me here, but I, I want to make a point here. If you can take out their star player – I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not saying that the guys that it should be a strategy that's used. I want to preface this. It is an awful strategy, but I guarantee you it's one that has gone through every sports fan's mind at some point and coach and everything. Is if we could take out their star player with one cheap shot hit, we take them out for the game, that helps us. Them not having Travis Hunter really helped Colorado State stay in that game. Yeah. I mean that's. But yes, no. I mean, it was clearly a dirty hit, and it was clearly on purpose because of all the all the beef before and during the games, and just all the trash talk. I, I I don't think it was. I think there's two kind of dirty hits. I think there's the what I call a football dirty hit, which is you are you know you're gonna hit him after the the fact, but you're not. It'd be different if the ball wasn't even going to Hunter and he just ran and hit him. Right. That is wrong. No one should ever do that. That should never be part of anyone's strategy. But I guarantee you, it has come across coaches' minds. Hey, if that ball goes in the air to Travis Hunter, and I don't care if he's a, if he's gonna catch it, if he does not leave his feet, lay him out. It's you know, I mean, it's got to be something that goes through their mind. You can just say, trying to make a play on the receiver, make a play on the ball. I mean, it's... lay him out. I mean, it's it's football. It's physical. It, there, people get hurt. You know, these are grown men. At, you know, I mean, they're adults. They're not you know NFL level grown men, but they're grown men. And they're hitting each other. Things are gonna break. Things are gonna tear. People are gonna get hurt. It happens. It 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 should he shouldn't have done it. It was it should have been flagged. It was. Should have been flagged. I think the uproar around it is completely wrong. 
just because I don't think he was more, oh, I'm just going to go lay out Travis Hunter because I can't. I think it was, oh, the ball's going Travis Hunter. I'm going to lay him out so he can't catch the football. And I, you know, I make him think twice when they throw the ball up again to my side of the field, he sees me coming to hit him. He's going to think twice about catching that football. He, he's going to, it's going to be in the back of his mind that I hit him last time this happened and I'll do it again. Yeah. Right. It, it's, 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 a, it's a psychological thing. And he didn't need to do it again. He knocked him out of the game. And we're hoping Travis Hunter's okay. And it sounds like he's going to be okay. Um, and then what I hate from sports fans is that guy got death threats. That yeah. safety's been getting death threats. Even Dion was like, bro, this is football. Those kind of hits are going to happen. There's a difference between the quarterback throws the ball. It was, it was the Charles Martin incident. When Charles Martin, McMahon was almost walking to the sideline. Charles Martin comes up to, to Bears quarterback Jim McMahon the year after he won the Super Bowl, picks him up, and body slams him to the ground. Separate his shoulder. That is nowhere near what football should be. But the football is headed to a receiver, and you make a hit that is a penalty. But it's one of those. I'm not 100. I'm not mad about it because the ball was going to Hunter. He was, like you said, he was making a play on the receiver and a play on the ball. Right. He was just trying. To, <laughs> he was trying to lay the yeah. boom. Yes. And so it, it's football. I think some people who maybe aren't the biggest football fans and are just you know Dion fans or people, especially I think people from that school that wouldn't be able to go. Well, that's just football. That's just that. that that's well, listen. Fo- they're also they're trying to you know protect their their yeah. guy. I mean, but death threats are completely you know right. No, that's completely uncalled for. Nobody even, nobody deserves that. And even you know calling the guy out and I mean, let's say that someone leaked his address or his parents' that. I mean, it's just you know right. you, you get crazy sports fans. You've seen the story with with, with the Patriots fan, right? So a Dolphins fan punched this Patriots fan. Well, like last week. Yeah, and he he landed on the ground, but he hit his head and he died. I did not hear that. A Dolphins fan assaulted this this Patriots fan after the game and punched him, knocked him to the ground, and he hit his head on the ground, and he died. Ooh. And it's it's one of those stories like that do not do sports fans any justice. Yeah. Any justice, because it makes us all seem like, well, we're going to do that. And I, I, as much as I would like to bust some Eagles fans, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to because that's wrong. It, this is sports. I love it to death. It's, it's one of the most important things in my life, but I'm not going to. You know, I love my teams to death, but I'm not going to want to kill somebody over a sports game. Right. I'm going to go punch a pillow and then go to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go yelling, screaming, cussing to a pillow, and I'm going to go to bed. So, you know, it, it, it's – but it was a great game. Colorado State almost won that game, and it was close, but – Unreal comeback. Unreal fourth quarter I, I from think, Colorado. You know, much deserved win. The talent from Colorado definitely showed. So, yeah, uh, we're going to look to uh, week four now. We got – Florida State, Clemson, you know, Clemson trying to get back on track. Florida State, one of the top teams in the nation, looking at, you know, they got some players, man. They, you know, Jordan Travis. I remember the name now, Jordan Travis. Yes. He, he is a very talented quarterback, and so I'm very curious to see, you know, what they're going to look like against Clemson, who is, you know, a perennial contender, but this year looking like an off year for uh, the Clemson uh, guys over there. And then Colorado, uh, sorry, Ole Miss at Alabama. You know, the Rebels will travel into Tuscaloosa, same mm-hmm. as uh, Texas did. And, you know, I think a lot of the SEC teams are smelling blood in the water. Ole Miss has got to be one of those teams. Ole Miss, Florida, Tennessee, they got to be going, oh, LSU, oh, hey, look. There's a, there's a— Alabama's vulnerable. You know, that, that number two spot behind Georgia, that's up for grabs. I SEC. mean, even Georgia looked like, you know, they struggled. Exactly. So then I think a lot of the SEC teams that have been proverbial punching bags for, for Georgia and Alabama in the last couple of years are going, hey— you know, they're they're thinking, hey, man, we you know we 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 have a complete chance at, uh, at taking this from them. Yeah, 
winning an SEC championship, going to the playoffs the last year of the 14 playoff. So Miss will travel to Bama. If they can beat him, and I, and I will say, I don't know why they put in Buckner. I, I don't know why. I, don't, I think, is it, is it Taylor or Tyler? I think it's Taylor. Taylor Buckner? Tyler oh, Buckner. Bama. Yeah. yeah, the quarterback. Buckner, I didn't like him. I think it was at Notre Dame. He was, yeah, no, he I was, mean, he was bad. He's good. I, no, you're, he, you're gonna, you got to bring back a. Yeah, and to me, the other guy, we're, we're blanking on his name. Yeah. He was. Uh, Jalen. Uh, Jalen. Milrow. Yeah, Milrow. 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 Yeah. I, I like Milrow. He, look, he looks like a prospect. He just, he kind of looks like a plus version of Jeff Sims at Nebraska. In Nebraska, yeah. He, 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 he makes better decisions than Sims does. But he, he not as good as a runner, but he's got he's he, he's got potential. I just think you know, fans have been treated to Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones. They've been treated to two years of Bryce Young. I mean, they've ex- been expecting him to just come in and be that. And no, that's but no, it's not going to be a thing that happens. Yeah, um, Colorado at Oregon. That's kind of the big game. My favorite part of this game is in the pregame. Now you've seen the Oregon coach. They were. Media was trying to say he said something about Dion, and he was like, "No, no, 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 no! I did not say anything about Dion. <laughs> he, yeah. he has learned from the other coaches' mistakes. He is like, bro, I'm not saying nothing about Dion. My team is just looking to play and have fun, and da, da, da. You know, he, he is he is deflecting. He does not want the smoke from Prime yeah. or from Coach Prime. But I mean, that's kind of the heavyweight bout right now, this week. I mean, I'll, I I could go ahead and pick that as you know potential game of the week." Because now Colorado faces, and I know people are going to say, well, TCU. This is not the same TCU team. No. This is the best team they face. Yes. I 100% agree. You got Bo Nix over there at Oregon. I mean, it's, right, I'm not tripping on Bo Nix there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm making sure, because I know he's moved schools a few times. Yeah. Man, it, this this is going to be a big game for Colorado. And listen, if, if, the following if, week, you got Caleb Williams. If they can win against Oregon and then go into, you know, play USC, like you said, these are your two toughest games here, probably. At least in the regular season. At least in the pack, because the Pac-12, man, I gotta give the Pac-12 some credit. They are going down with a fight. Yeah, they they are they are not going to just wither away like the because people have always treated them as the the last of the Power Five. Right. The, the afterthought. We don't really care about them. We we let them be a Power Five school, but yeah, they don't really matter. And now you got a bunch of teams that are ranked: Colorado, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington State's ranked. Colorado State was playing some good football. You know, UCLA is playing some decent football. Watch out for Washington. USC, Washington. Watch out for Washington. Washington, Michael Penix, you know, looking like. They know, look They look really good. I don't know where they are in the rankings now, but they might be top six or seven. I think, yeah, I think so. They're, they're, they're not on here because I think they're either on bye or they didn't have a game that I felt was like, okay, so you can just get enough to want to mention it. Right. Um, but that's a big game for Colorado. They got Oregon State at Washington State, two big-time, you know, Pac-12 guys this season. Washington State's kind of come out of nowhere here, um, trying to uh, you know make some noise. I don't know. Washington, Washington's number eight, by the way. Number eight. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm here for Washington State, man. And Oregon State, you know, kind of two again, kind of punching bags of the Pac-12 that are ranked. And you know, Oregon State had a really good defense last year, but they couldn't fix their offense. So what do they do? They go get, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna mispronounce his name, DJ Ugalongale. <laughs> I think it's not close enough. Somewhere is it Ugalongale? Ugalongale, something like that. Yeah. yeah. We know from, who he is. From Clemson, who I hated at Clemson. I want people to, I hated him. Because everyone, he's a Heisman winner. He's going to do that. No, he's not. I watched him. No, he's not. He's not the good of a quarterback. I called it. He was. He played really badly. So I'm hoping, but I actually thought he should have gone to somewhere like Oregon State. Low, a little more low profile. 
You don't, you know, your defense is good. You're, you're, you're former top recruit. I think he's, you know, he's been playing pretty well, to my knowledge, at least the ranked. So I would expect him to have been playing pretty well. Uh, Iowa at Penn State, two big ranked matchups. You know, two big, two Big Ten teams. We'll see. It'll be, a, you know, a good match at Penn State. You know, I remember looking at, you know, PFF's uh, 2024 draft big board. And uh, I in, like, the top, like, 30, there were, like, three or four Penn State guys. So they must have a team. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that tells me that they got, they got some players. They're also going to be leaving soon. Uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame, too big. You know, they played last year, and it really was a really great game. You know, a game that I think I watched probably eight times because of the amount of Ohio State players I had to watch film on. It was, you know, a good game from everywhere. But right. Give me Ohio State, but yeah. But Ohio State should win this game. Yes. We'll see. It's their first real game. I mean, I mean, Indiana, or was it yeah, it was Indiana, gave them a gave them a problem. It was good defense, yeah. But uh you know, we'll see. This is kind of their first big team, you know, big team to face. Yeah. And then Texas plays Baylor. They travel to Waco. Texas win that game. Texas should win that game. Baylor has looked I was talking to one of my friends who goes to Baylor and he said this is like the worst Baylor team in recent years yeah, they, that he's seen. Even yeah. worse than like the COVID year, he said that they were really, really bad. But listen, I, I mean, I, I've been to in person to Waco to see Texas and Baylor. The games are always, they're always good games. They always played, you know, That's Baylor plays, rivalry. Up, you know, they, they play up to Sanders. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. a good game. I'm expecting Texas, Texas to win. I want Texas to win. And I'm expecting also a good game. Yeah. So uh, then we're going to move on to the NFL. Yeah. No more college things I don't need to talk about. The NFL... I had a really um, bad week uh, for my standards in the predictions game that we play here. I went 8-8. Eight and eight. I went 500, man. It was a bad week. So we'll recap the games here. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Thursday night football, Vikings at Eagles. I had the Eagles. I think so did you. I had the Eagles. You know, the Vikings put up a fight, but ultimately talent prevailed. Yes. Unfortunately. Uh, Packers at Falcons. I took the Packers. I took the Falcons. Remember, I told oh, you. Oh, yeah, look at you. Mm. I told you. Yeah, 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 you did. Um, I believe in Jordan Love. I still believe in Jordan Love. I still do, too. I, I think the Packers look great, and they're, they're missing pieces. Aaron Jones was out. Christian Watson was out. The offense was clearly missing their two star pieces. They're there. I think they won that game, but they weren't. So I, I think for Packers, they're a year away from being back into NFC Championship territory. They have done a really good offseason. They got a chance. They got a good defense. They have the pieces they need, right? I think another receiving threat should be there. I mean, they drafted Luke Musgrave, so who knows? But it all kind of depends on Jordan Love with this team, I feel like. I mean, I feel like if he can play good football, like we're kind of like kind of like related to Baker Mayfield. They have a good defense. They have the receiving weapons. They have a good run game with Rashad White. It all kind of depends on the quarterback, which does for most teams. But in these specific teams, they have the talent. But if the quarterback produces... They'll be successful. Right. Uh, Raiders at Bills. Bills, thankfully. Whew, that was, I was, you know, they handled the Raiders pretty well. I was, you know, very happy with that. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. I thought the Bengals were going to pull one out. I did too. Thought they'd bounce back from a terrible yeah. week one. And they had a terrible week two. So yep. uh, they need to figure something out. So am I at right now? 4 and 1, right? I think so. Somewhere in that yeah. range. Uh, Seahawks at Lions. I took the Lions. And it was bull crap. That, that was some bull crap that happened in that game. All right, that was holding. Yeah. I That was holding if I've ever seen it. I took the Lions as well. And uh, they didn't call it. Colts at Texans. I took the Colts. You know, the the Texans are just without their offensive line right now. And it's showing. Teams are just, 
they they're they're forcing CJ Stroud to throw because Damian Pierce has no running lanes. Yeah. Um, I said the Colts as well. Yeah. I'm an Anthony Richardson believer. You know I'm an Anthony Richardson believer. Oh, yeah, little, I've always little, been. A little more on him than I was. Um, and, yeah, came through. Uh, we got Chiefs at Jags. Chiefs, I, oh, yeah, yeah. they scared me, but Chiefs won that I took game. the Chiefs, but, yeah, they're, they're not playing the same. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, teams expect them to continue the dominance, and that's not always what happens. Right. Uh, Bears at Bucks, and this game I agonized over because I really thought maybe the Bears can – you know, get one on. You know, maybe they they can win a game, and maybe the Bucks. You know, nope. But I I took the Buccaneers. I think so did you, and uh, Baker and them pulled that one out. Yeah. They won. It was uh, the Bears are in a bit of a turmoil right now. Their defense coordinator just resigned. yeah. We'll talk about let's talk about very briefly. Uh, resigned for some pretty some pretty uh interesting interesting allegations. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll no need to go into full detail, but we'll we'll monitor it for next week. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> Then you got Justin Fields basically saying, yeah, we suck because the coaches suck. I mean, essentially, man, you know. We did come out and say today in our yeah. conference that it was, he was blaming himself and he went and like had, uh, he hugged the coaches, the coordinators at practice and make sure the cameras got that. The report just came out. So he's taking full, he's taking accountability. He's not playing good. The team's not playing yeah. good. Yeah. It's kind of as simple as that. Uh, then you got uh, the Chargers at Titans. I took the Chargers and. I did as well. You know. Wait, did who won that game? Tennessee won that game, right? Titans won that game. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was like I I think uh, yeah, both, we were, th- we we were both, sitting there for a second. We both had like, a simultaneous I think brain cramp there. Yeah. I was so like, I was who like, won that game? No, 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 no. The, the Titans won that game. Yeah, and I kind of looked at you like, right? I'm I'm just checking. yeah. No, Titans uh, won that game. It was a good yes, game. 27-24. Yeah. Yes, the Chargers started zero two. Um. Yeah, first we both were like, wait a sec, because I think we're both kind of like, we picked the Chargers, we felt like they should have won that game. <laughs> right. But uh, the Titans won, there was a lot of second field goal, you know. Uh, Kellen Moore, hey, he, what did I say? He is, if you saw my tweet, he can run a very efficient offense. He's going to have one of the top offenses in the league. He will never win a Super Bowl as a play caller. He will never win anything really significant as a play caller. He just won't. Yeah. He, he just won't. He won't. He he He... Again, uh, a friend of mine had the best description of him, and I'll keep saying it. It's like a kid who got the all Madden playbook and just kind of trots plays out there and, you know, doesn't really know what they're. Looks good. Do. Yeah, but Giants at Cardinals. I, I took the Cardinals. I think I, I, I think I did as well. Yeah, I think you did. I did. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm a, I think that was the team that I was like taking the upset, and it looked good. Three quarters in, it looked good. And, and then the Giants won that one. So, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Cardinals here in a second. Uh, Niners at Rams. Niners. Niners. Not much to say about the it was a good game. Niners are just a machine. Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys won that one. And we'll do the Cowboys after we do week two and then week three. And then we'll do the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Um, Commanders at Broncos. I took the Broncos. They should have won that game. They should have. They didn't. Yeah. But yeah. I, t- I took yeah. the Broncos too. Yeah, the Commanders. Got that one. Then you got Dolphins at Patriots, and I felt this was like one of my smart guy picks. Someone picked the Patriots, and then one, not even a yard, like a half a yard, a foot, and of an amazing play. But no, I, I took the, I took mm. the, I took the Dolphins. Mm. Just uh, they should have won that game. I feel like my predictions were there; they just were all really close. Saints <laughs> at Panthers. I took I took the Saints. Same here. And uh, I got that one. Bryce Young looks good. He just looks like he. He looks like your average number one overall pick QB, which is 
the game is moving a lot faster than he expected, and he'll catch up. You can't expect him to look like he did at Bama. Bama you know, those games move a little bit different than the NFL does. And then Browns at Steelers, I took the Browns and uh, had, a, had a bad one on that one. Yeah, I took the Browns as well, and, uh, you know, prayers to Nick Chubb. Gruesome injury. That is that was awful, man. Yeah. We just I hope that he's and what I didn't realize is that he hurt that same knee in college. Yeah, Georgia, he did. So we're hoping that that knee isn't just completely destroyed and yeah. he can't play anymore. Yeah, because I mean this is potentially you know career threatening for yeah. him. So we're hoping he's he's all right. Um, you know the report is he needs two surgeries, which is I mean it, you feel really bad for him just because you know he's a great player, easy to root for, never gets into trouble. Always just a universally light play. I've heard even Steelers fans, man. I love Nick Chubb. Yeah, I hate the Browns, but I love Nick Chubb. Um, I went eleven. I went eleven and five on the week. Yeah, I went eight eight. Okay. I I had a very just. Did you write my record down? That what? Did you write my record down? Uh, no, I can't. I feel I'm gonna start writing your record down. I think I you should just so we can go back to the end of the yeah. year and see who. who right. Did you write right. it for week one? No. What? Are the, what? Are, I didn't know you wanted me. To I, write think, I think I had ten. One. I had ten week one. Um, I'll we can go back and look. Yeah. Um, Chase went eleven and five. I went eight and eight. Now I did do my stuff from last year. I had a great year, so yeah. I think I went like one sixteen, one oh nine. So hey, we'll see. It, it, the years, it, it, it's a long year. I started off slow last year too, apparently. So I think it just took me a lot to get in the groove of the games. Yeah. Giants week three now. We got Giants at Niners tonight, Thursday night football. Man, I got, I got, I got the Niners. I got the Niners too for mil- multiple, multiple reasons. But no Barkley, no Barkley, no Thomas, no Andrew Thomas. So Nick Bosa, you know, is going to feast on that back of a tackle. And even if they were there, I, I'm still taking the Niners in a in a route. But yeah, I, I, I'm scared for Daniel Jones. That man's health is is at stake. Tonight. I think you should. I think you should pick the Giants to win this game. Why? Because uh, I think you should. No, <laughs> heck no. I will pick like like the like the Patriots. I could believe the Patriots could win that game. I'm not picking the Giants here. Colts, Colts at Ravens. Ravens have been having a you know a nice start to the season. I got the Ravens in this one. I think you know the Colts. Richardson's going to be out. Most likely, yeah. Most likely, you're not going to play him with his play style and a concussion. There's no way. Yeah. If you do, I think that's just awful as an organization. So I mentioned mentioned most likely getting the start, but give me Baltimore. Titans at Browns. I got the Browns. I know that's surprising. I think Jerome Ford's going to build off of uh, his amazing week. Hopefully, I, for, for fantasy football's sake, I picked him up. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, they signed Cream Hunt. We'll see if, you know, I mean, that won't really have much, too much of an impact probably this game, but next week he'll probably have a lot more of an impact. I mean, he knows the offense, knows the language. He probably could just slide right back in. It, it's just going to be one of those, is he in football shape? Yeah. You know, is it can he, he still play? Um, three, three games in, we're going separate ways. I'm taking Tennessee. All right, I, I, they have... A defense that I think can really control Deshaun Watson and really control this game. So if the offense puts up, you know, they listen. They put up points last week. They've proved that they can get the ball in the end zone. Yeah. So I, if they do that, I I think the Titans' biggest chances is they have Mike Vrabel, who's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. So Falcons at Lions. I know the Falcons are playing pretty high right now, but I got the Lions in this one. They're at home. They're looking to bounce back after that game against the Seahawks. I think they're gonna be. I think they're. I think they're gonna play angry. Yeah. I, I think, think they're I, gonna play angry. Give me Detroit. Yeah. I think Atlanta's. Undefeated season comes to an end. Uh, Saints at Packers. Packers. I like the Saints. They're going to be in Lambeau. Jordan Love. I think it's his first game. It is the first home game. First home game. Give me the Packers in this one. You Are you going to disagree with me on this one? I am. I'm going to go Saints. Okay. I think Christian okay. Watson is is going to be out again this week. He was not t- at, at media today. Um, so there was reports saying that it is expected to miss one more week with the hamstring injury. So I just don't think that offense is capable to beat that. That's an. I'm gonna give the Saints their credit. That is an elite defense. 
Yeah. I think they are a very, very good defense. So I think it can give Jordan Love some problems. They're not full health. Um, so give me the Saints. Yeah, it's a fair pick. Uh, Texans at Jags. Jags. <laughs> give me the Jags. <laughs> give me the Jags. I mean, I like the Texans. I like CJ Stroud, but... There will be games where I pick Texans to... Stroud has played well, but he just he's playing behind a really bad offensive line. So I'm hoping yeah. he's not about to get David Card. And yeah. just, you know, I mean, it's not, some of their, it's not their O-line's playing bad. They're injured, so the backups are playing bad. They have a good offensive line. They do. Um, it's just not playing. Uh, Broncos at Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. I, I mean, I like the Broncos, but I'm... Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins will be without, probably without Jalen Waddle, which is big. But, you know, I still think the Dolphins are a better team. Better coached. I mean, I like Sean Payton, but give me the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Broncos on this one. It's another sleep. It's another upset pick. Um, right. I, I just a much needed win for the Broncos after a heartbreaker last week. They yeah. put up 33 points. I know it was off Hail Mary, right? I know. But listen, 30 points is 30 points. Yeah. And if, you know, Waddle's gone or Waddle's out for the week. You got your best, you got one of the best corners, if not the best corner in all of football, in Tyreek Hill, um, and he could shut some, shut something down on offense. If only the Broncos had Christian Gonzalez, who, <laughs> when one one on one with Tyreek Hill was held into two for seventeen. Yeah, it was it was a it was a clinic. Chargers at Vikings. Give me the Vikings. They they need to win a game. I think both these teams do. Here's where I think this game is going to come down to. Brian Flores is going to out coach Kellen Moore. I believe that. So I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Yeah, I'm going to no, go with the, That's yeah. my reason. I'm going with the Vikings too. And I think that both this game will be like a 30-30 game. Like there will be more than 30 points score for both sides of the ball. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Poor defenses, pass-heavy offenses, we'll good see. weapon, just good overall teams offensively. So it, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. But give me the Vikings. It will be a shootout. Patriots at Jets. Give me the Patriots. Bill always handles the Jets. More importantly, Belichick always handles Zach Wilson. He is going to have a field day. Now, their Patriots are dealing with a lot of injuries right now. So we'll see how that works. But I'll take the Patriots. Excuse too. me. But yeah, the Patriots. The Patriots, apparently. The Patriots. Yeah. Give me them. Uh, bills at Commanders. Commies ain't going to win this one. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. The real New York team. It's true. They're the only team in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. Give me the Panthers. Really? With Bryce Young out? I'm, is Bryce Young out? He is out. He just got ruled out. By um, right. Ari Myra, or excuse me, Adam Schefter. Panthers said Bryce Young is not expected to play Sunday versus Seattle. Andy Dalton will be getting the starting quarterback position. I did these, I think, yesterday. So if I'm allowed to do this, yes, you did it for Kelsey. I am picking the Seahawks because I, I was going to pick Bryce Young over the Seahawks. Not, not with Bryce Young out. Oh. No, I swear the Panthers win this football game and I just changed. <laughs> I'm going to throw this notebook. Okay. <laughs> Give me Seattle. As well. Give me Seattle. Yeah. I, I, when Bryce Young was in, give me Bryce Young. I think he's gonna have a bounce back <laughs> week. But um, thank you for saying that to me. Yeah. Because I completely, it, I did these before. I could have happened. kept that undercover and just said Seattle and just you know giving you the L on that uh, one. Yeah. But I'm being nice, friend. Look, look, look at you being nice. <laughs> Bears and Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Bears are just, they don't know what's going on. I think the Chiefs are gonna take advantage of that. I think Chiefs will too. Cowboys at Cardinals. Hold on. Hmm. Cowboys at Cardinals. This is a tough game, Chase. Yeah, I mean, this, this is two good football teams going at it. Duke and I can't even. Give me the Cowboys. Sure, give me the Cowboys. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals do give us our biggest test of the year. I mean, Josh Jobs did give us trouble last year in Tennessee. I know it's a different it's a different team. Um, obviously, they're nowhere near the talent they had defensively last year. Um, the Tennessee. <laughs> Buda Baker's out. No. Yeah. No. Dak is about to light up that score. Mike McCarthy's about to take... Uh, Gannon to school. I hope you're right. He's about to show Gannon that 
man, you got that fire in your gut. Yeah. Man. And we got all the moments in the world right now coming, you know, coming off of a 70 to 10, you know, in the first two games of outscoring our opponents. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into the Cowboys games here in just a second. I want to do these and then we'll, you know, Cowboys emphasis. Steelers at Raiders. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, that's a that's a. I think they're gonna you know Sunday night football. It's a good game. Build off their win. Give me the Steelers. I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay. Eagles at Bucks. Oh, how I would love it if Baker Mayfield could pull one from nowhere and beat the Eagles. I would shower that man with gifts and every. I would give him everything, anything he wants. If you take the Buccaneers, I'll take them too. But I'm taking the Eagles. I would. I was wrong with you. If you would have taken the Buccaneers, I would have taken them too. You can still change. Dude, I want to take Baker, but like I need, I need a win. But it's one of like the competitor in me wants to pick the Eagles. I'm going Buccaneers right. if you go Buccaneers. So it doesn't really hurt. You want to do it? You want to yeah. go Buccaneers? I'm right. going Buccaneers. We're both going to say that. I'm going to cross this out. <laughs> I'm going to say that Baker Mayfield on national television, Monday Night Football, he's going to be the Eagles. Dang it! Let's do it. They're, they're going to lose a football game before we do. And we, it's not going to be to us. The Buccaneers are going to, are going to, I, I think, and let me give you some reasons why I actually think this could happen. Not, not just, oh yeah, Baker. No, 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 no. They got a good defense. Hurts has really, some stats you look at, he's played really well. Some stats you look at, you say, wow, he's not been very good. So there's some mixed results on Jalen Hurts right now. We'll see. I don't like Nick Sirianni. Hate that man. New coordinators, you know, I. The Bucks are still largely the same staff they were when they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Largely, I say. Baker's been operating that offense pretty well. Offensive line's been playing well. The weapons have been, you know, playing nice. The defense. The team's just a team they, overall. Is just it's a really good, good defense. It's a really good team. It's it's the same thing with 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 Tom. You know, they just need a quarterback. Right. It's got to be really frustrating for the Buccaneers fans. Thinking, I mean, we got a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent that other teams would kill to have. Right. I mean, could could you know could, could you imagine if a team like the Giants had this level of talent, I mean, they would be like, man, let's go. We're, you know, we, we could win some some football games here. Yeah. But, you know, the Titans, if they had that roster talent, with Rabel, that'd be scary. <laughs> so the Buccaneers have a lot of talent on their roster. I'll take the Bucs. I'm going with the Bucs, too. I mean, what, what, what this year, I mean, obviously last year, too, but this year, what are both of those, you know, the Buccaneers defense and what in, in the Philadelphia offense, what do they both specialize in? Well, the Philadelphia offense definitely specializes in running the ball. Right. And what does Buccaneer defense specialize in? Shutting down the run. Exactly. So That's I think fair. if they can really focus on stopping A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, we'll I see. think the Buccaneers it, could win this game. They could win the game. It'll, it'll all come out of how Baker plays. Yeah. Rams at Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Look, I will pick this team until they freaking win a game. Listen, there's, there's... I know Burrow may be out. I'm still picking the Bengals. Okay. Because I really think... They need to win this game. Who's the backup there in Cincinnati? Is somebody missing something? That's a it's, not, it's not what's his name anymore. Brandon Allen. I mean, he's, I'm gonna look. I'm there's gonna look. no way he's it. still there. I got, it. I got it. I'll look. But we'll. I'm rolling with it. They gotta win this football game. Their backup quarterback. Ha! It's Will Greer. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. <laughs> look, man. We got a shot. They got a shot at this. They gotta win a game. You have. If you are Cincinnati, you. Have to win a football game here. You have to. You go zero and three to start the season. What? What just? Just got a unfortunate tw- uh, tweet from Ari Myrov. Uh, oh. We'll just talk about it as we ended the schedule. Developing Cowboys quarterback Trayvon Diggs was spotted by local media on crutches in the locker room today. Oh ha- no! Injury happened during a one-on-one period, so we don't know much information there. 
but Trayvon is shooken up a little bit. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so oh, don't no. don't really know the... We're, we'll, we'll update if we're still live and there's more information that comes out, but... This yeah. is bad. This is bad. Yeah, not good. We're hoping that it was not a no, it was not a non-contact because that if it was non-contact he tore something. If it was non-contact he tore something. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared now. Chase, I'm scared now. Yeah. <laughs> Chase, I'm scared. But listen, we got we got to finish what we're doing right now. Dude, this is. I mean, th th this is. Uh... I mean, if it's one on one, you you would have to think it was non-contact, right? This is bad. Like. I, I, I know we have depth, but you really don't want to tap into that depth. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, yeah. you really don't. You, depth is only great when you have it and don't need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when depth is great. Um, oh, boy, this is bad. We'll keep an eye on that. I mean, Gilmore will be your number one. You'll probably move Bland out to number two. Lewis will take back his slot role. So you're okay. Donovan you're, Wilson is back, so Juan A. Thomas could even, you know, can he play that corner three role? I mean. No, he's saved. Um, uh Maybe Noah Igbenogany can unlock something. <laughs> he was hurt last week, so hopefully he's back, yeah. Uh, I think he was more like a healthy scratch. Um, maybe you put in Eric Scott, six-round pick out of Southern Miss. That was that was out of left field. I had no idea who he was, you know. So, uh, well, this is kind of a, a way to end this episode on a damper, but we'll look at the Cowboys now. Beat the Jets, played really well. Micah, defense player of the year. He's got to be everyone's pick right now. Um, Could be, be MVP pick right now. Yeah, I mean, Dak played well. You know, again, you didn't need Dak to show out and be super Dak. Yeah. But people are saying he's not a good quarterback. They don't know football. You don't need him to be super Dak. You don't need him to throw for 300 yards. Complete 30 of 35 or yeah. some crazy throw for four touchdowns. You don't need that. You're winning football games. I'd rather Dak get labeled a bad quarterback, but we win a Super Bowl because we are good at play calling and we win games, than Kellen Moore trotting out Dak to just throw, you know, keep raiding through the air. Yeah. And throwing interceptions late in the game when you don't need to. So, winning football games. Yeah. Got the Cardinals this week. One of the worst teams in football. And then you've got, you know, it gets hit. I mean, that's, that's, your, that's your toughest opponent yet. Then everyone's got that week five game circled. Yeah. Everyone has that game circled because that is the San Francisco 49ers. In the Bay. In San Fran. This is a, it's a big game. Yeah. I mean, it's, saying it's a big game is an understatement. Saturday Night Football, it's a... A rematch, you know. I mean, you, you have to. I feel like this is the '90s rivalry reignited. This is great. I mean, it's great for our generation because our parents. I remember my dad telling me, "You are now experiencing kind of what we experienced that hatred of the Niners, except we beat them more than your generation right. has." But and if you had to bet, you you bet that, you know, just based off how the season's going, you'd bet that both teams are going to be four and zero going into that game. I mean, it's it. I don't know who they play next week. Um. But yeah, you you definitely expect it. Um, yeah. Maybe they play the Eagles next week. <laughs> maybe maybe they can play the Eagles. Yeah, yeah I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take a look. But uh, this is gonna be a big game. I mean, this is yeah, you know, in a couple weeks. Oh, they got Arizona next they week. Arizona. Oh God, that's well. Come on, NFL. You can't give them like <laughs> Philadelphia because they had to play Philadelphia this year. You can't give them someone you know someone tough. Okay, well that that that'll probably be a four, yeah four zero and four zero if everything holds. If everything just goes the way you expect it to, it should be a both four zero teams. I expect New England to give us some trouble for sure because they've given everyone trouble. And they're going to give every, they're they're a little pest, but I think we'll we'll beat them. We have more talent, and you know I think 
Bill obviously is still Belichick, but you know we do have Dan Quinn, we do have McCarthy playing. You know, doing he is a good play caller. Yeah. Um. So, and then you're looking at the Cardinals. I mean, there's not much to say. I didn't really have to do any film study, and I couldn't because NFL didn't upload their stupid all twenty-two in time. <laughs> but uh, there really isn't much to say other than they're, we're better. Go win. Go go play. What what I'm interested to see is under Jason Garrett. And when, when a lot of the Garrett guys were still here, we'd have gone into this game, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll beat them because we're better. And then we get off to a slow start. Right. But I feel like in the McCarthy era now, we're in, you know, his, what, year four now? 2020 was his first year, one, two. Yeah, this is year four of McCarthy. Yeah. So it's pretty much all McCarthy guys now. Oh, isn't it three? No, it's three, four. three or four. He started in 2020. Okay. And then 2020. Oh, no, yeah, and he's back to back 12 one seasons. Year. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so with so with McCarthy, you know, he seems to have instilled kind of a take no prisoners philosophy this season, and they bought into it the first two weeks. So we're hoping that they they keep buying into it this week, keep up that ferocity that they've shown, that has been there. But under Garrett, it just wasn't. And then the first couple years of McCarthy, it was kind of trying to re. We were trying to get a new identity. Under McCarthy, we've been trying to establish an identity, and it feels like this year we have it. This year we have that we're coming into your house, taking no prisoners, we're killing all y'all. It you know you can't stop us. Yeah, and I like it. It's the mentality to have. It's fun, and I'm I'm as a Cowboys fan, I'm I'm taking a new approach this this year. It's week by week. Right now, we're playing good. We're we're playing good baseball, playing good football. Move on the next week, and then I'm I'm going to keep with that mindset until we start getting more to the playoffs, and then I start seeing you know what we're looking at. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Chase, do you have any more to add? Sorry about the the, the upcoming game. I just completely about to just end the episode. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. I mean, Cowboys need to go in there and take care of business for Arizona and go week from week. Hopefully, uh, you know, Trayvon is okay. And, it, you know, even if he yeah. has to miss this week, hopefully you can, you know, you have that depth to replace him and still beat, you know, the Cardinals and then get him back healthy for New England. Yeah, just, uh, this is, this is, I mean, I'm weird going, I hate you know, in on a damper, but, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, there's uh, another report real quickly before we end. This is Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs is being evaluated after hurting his leg at today's practice. Diggs was seen on crutches after practice. Dak Prescott says some of his, some of you saw him leaving the field, so prayers for him. Simple as that. And that's the last report we got. Yeah, this is so. Well, obviously we can't uh, can't keep you updated. Um, but prayers for Trayvon and hope yeah, that he are. is going to be ready for Sunday. If not, hopefully it's just a one week. Yeah. Pro, uh, recovery. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to a bit of a later episode. It's going to be on Thursday. This will be out tonight. I'll probably start sending it out tonight. Hopefully, I remember. If not, I'll definitely send it out start, you know, tomorrow. It will be on YouTube. We're on, we're on YouTube now. If I haven't announced that, this is the name in, in between the stitches. You will see, um, you know, the logo, and it's RSS. That's what we uploaded on. And then it's going to be on KNTU.com. Um, it's also going to be on Spotify and Amazon Music. So we are in multiple locations, whichever one is best for you. Apple Music or Amazon Music? Amazon. Okay. We're not on Apple. Um, I don't. I, I don't have Apple products okay. because I don't like Apple. I'll, I'll say I don't care on there. I don't like Apple. I'm a Samsung guy. I am an Android guy. So, you know, hey, this is gonna be a great weekend of sports, and we will talk to you guys uh, next Wednesday. Yep. See you guys later. Yep. See. You.